PWO, 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 PWO. We live? <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> this is your host, Matt. Today we got Jeff Hitman Hall, uh, Dean of Old School, D. White, and of course, uh, the Cod Father, Cod Sinclair here. Um, and uh, just a little something here. Just, just two seconds. We're not even going to stay on it. If you have a problem with Sonny Kiss competing for the TNT title because of who they are as a person, reassess yourself and then join us in the 21st century. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's how you referee's discretion. That's just being a decent human being. Yep. Well, Keeping it like I don't that. know. The, you know, the, the thing is, I saw that whole tweet storm, and um, I'm pretty sure that person that tweeted that out is not from the United States. Um, Either way. from. Don't a, care. A, 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 well, I'm just saying, a, it appears to be from a Middle Eastern country where maybe that way of thinking is I imagine that. Common. Well, but, he's um, also because, tweeting a bunch of Trump stuff. Either way, well, I don't care. Well, Join us in the 21st century where we accept most people for who they are, other than racist well, and bigots. Well, and that's, yeah, and the thing is, is that I don't even, just like D Cody said, that, that it was not even worth amplifying what it's such a stupid No, nah, but people um, need to know that's not acceptable. Well, I'm down with Sonny Kiss. I think he's a great talent. Yeah. Great talent. They're going to mm -hmm. do some great work. I think Sonny versus Cody is going to be a great match on uh, Wednesday, but we're going to talk about that more when we get to Fight for the Fallen. Mm -hmm. uh, also, real quick, our thoughts are with uh, Miro and Lana's family right now. For those of you who don't know, Lana's parents, as well as, as, well as Miro, formerly Rusev, have all been confirmed for COVID-19, so hopefully uh, swift recovery for all. I know... Um, if I remember correctly from Miro's YouTube update, uh, everyone's out of the hospital. Lana's dad's lost a lot of weight, um, but that's really it. Well, I think from reading his, he's he was like asymptomatic, like he didn't really get sick. Yeah, yeah he just does, has the loss of senses. Yep, yep. Um, and our last little part here on our news brief, trying to keep things short and simple. I just thought this was very interesting. Michael Bennett recently put out a tweet. I don't know if this was yesterday or earlier today uh, about how for most of his career he has worked over 200 pounds, but uh, his tenure in WWE had him under, and he was always very uh, uncomfortable with that. Um, feeling real good being over. We got some background noise going on just a heads up. Uh, Dwight. So... Uh, I just thought it was very interesting. He put that he was not used to being uh, back over 200 pounds, and he's really happy he's not cutting weight anymore. I thought it was interesting. Mustafa Ali liked it. Uh, so I don't know if that's telling of Mustafa Ali and controlling where he is and every whatnot, but uh, definitely an interesting thought there. Hopefully we're going to see sure. him real soon. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, yeah, and and I was I was looking at that. I mean, his um, I mean the picture that went along with it. I mean, he's he looked like he was like he's like bulking up. Like they oh. had him, yeah, cutting like weight. He's mm -hmm. cutting a lot I'm of bad weight. I'm surprised. So so like saying that they they were actually making him like physically work under two hundred five. Yes. Like that so surprises me. They were you know legitimately like, trying to keep people under two hundred five. That surprised. That really surprised me. It just wasn't kayfabe, you know. You would have thought. So um, that that's the hill and the, the hill they want to die on. Slash, you know, what I'm saying like the you know the the shoot they want, the real shoot they want. Yeah, that's that's where they want to take things. Oi, 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 oi. You can be buried alive, but you better not be over 205 pounds. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, All right. Continuity. Hey, and then you can come back to life a couple of weeks later. Or thrown off a well, building. All right. <laughs> well, even then, I mean, did any, did anybody here think, like, Michael Bennett was, you know, did he, did he, does he look a whole lot different? No, I'm not sure what the deal was with that. But, yeah. Um, you know, 
Great for him. You know, I'm glad he's, it's definitely, he seems like he's at a weight where he's not having to work. And maybe that was part of his problem there. I don't know. Cutting too much weight to stay healthy. I think that's a possible thing there. Yeah, it's absurd. All right. Uh, Up next now, we're going to go ahead and talk some New Japan. Uh, Everything from the finals to Dominion, because, oh, boy, a lot happened. So I'll put 10 minutes on the clock here. So we can stay stay as well on time as possible. Ten minutes on the clock. New Japan Cup, our winner. Ryan, go ahead. You got the picture already up. Everything, Everything is, is evil. evil. I love it. Um, and a very, jeez, uh, not just not just ended up winning the title and the, the whole tournament, also leaving... LIJ and becoming a member of Bullet Club. A lot of people are kind of speculating he's the new leader uh, with Kenta and Jay White out. Um, but yeah, guys, immediate thoughts on Evil running the world as the top heel of New Japan right now. Well, I, I know that we did our uh, episode last week about the best theme songs, and Evil's new theme song is awesome. Agree, me. Yeah, heavy. it is. So it may have made my list. I don't know, but um, I'm 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 about it. I'm afraid it's one of those COVID, uh, you know, uh, COVID booking decisions that was made. But hey, he's got the ball. Let's see if he can run with it. I'm I, I, I mean I, I I like what I see so far. The look is definitely awesome. You know, it's a different look for him. Yeah, um, I like how they've added depth to Bullet Club with essentially four four plus members out, um, and not to mention you added. You had a dick to go, you know. <laughs> hey, look. Um, dick to go. Formerly a kind tie. Yeah. Um, actually came out dressed as Bushi. Um, and the swerve there was that it was dick to go. Um, I love it. Togo. Um, I think there's immediate storyline when COVID kind of calms down a little bit. Um, and you've got Jay White coming back. Um, I think there's that immediate um, – struggle for power there um we could even see another uh, bullet club civil war honestly because you've got some guys that are out um coming back saying we're the real bullet club you guys are just COVID bullet club some something of that nature but this but the story's gonna write itself evil's always done amazing work um i think i i think it's long overdue um but as far as the new japan cup i don't think anybody saw the final cup I don't, I don't think anybody had evil. So, looking back on it, not necessarily in our group or uh, through our, our people who watch our show, uh, a lot of people really thought this was going to be evil's time as well, which caught me off guard. Like, going back and watching early predictions for the New Japan Cup when it first brackets came out, a lot of people actually really thought evil. It was his time. Um, um, uh, I agree with, with Ryan 100%, and, and this is the difference between New Japan and every other wrestling company in the world, and I don't care what rock you're living under uh, or what promotion is under that rock. Um, New Japan is the best wrestling in the world, and they can do things when it's always taken seriously, and there's no stupid promos or comedy wrestling and all that. Everything they do makes sense. You, we've, we, All of us were shocked but we believe it because everything they do makes sense. You know what I mean? They don't give you any BS match or, you know, just cause or just for shits and gigs. They don't do that. So evil going over was fine because he's a competitor that you can believe. And he is that good. I think he was odd man out in LIJ behind, you know, um, Sonata, well, dare I say it? And, you know, and I also, I think Shingo is, man, Shingo's, if Shingo's he's not good, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's not one of the best wrestlers in you know the world right now, or and, and rising, not that he's rising, but just he's just that good. So I, I think this is great. And like Ryan said, it also ties into, um, you know, you got Jay White, you got oh, I mean, um, yeah, Kenta. G-O-V's so still out too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when it comes back, you have it's nothing but you know, nothing but avenues and places you can go. It's just literally great booking by New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially when you kind of had to figure it out. And, you know, Dick Togo makes sense. I mean, he and Jado and Gato have been kind of a team over the years. Um, so that kind of made sense, too, as a person you could bring in. I mean, he's wrestled all over the world. 
that guy has been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he, was, he was in the Blue World Order, for goodness yeah. sakes, in ECW. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but, well, you know, I think it was I think it was working. They have probably maximized what they had as good as yeah. anyone, which, of course, is what they would do. Yeah. A uh, little over five minutes here. I do enjoy the speculation. Looks like Evil's first title fence is going to be against Hiromu. Uh, oh, yeah. Hiromu going off the handle. God, him yelling, people were legitimately upset. Like, God, how hurt is he actually right now? Um, mm-hmm. Which, once again, character work and everything in New Japan. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of speculation. Hiromu's going to fail, but it's going to be up to Sonata to be the one to take it all from evil as the former tag partner and always on and, the cusp of the world championship. And that's, and yeah. that's how... That's how it should be. I'm gonna pop you guys real quick. Sorry. Um, uh, I saw a tweet that said, uh, um, "This said, <laughs> Abushi went up the ladder." <laughs> oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh, you know, you know, you know, j- just <laughs> you know, next uh, addition by subtraction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was rather interesting. Um, it was one of the uh, it was one of the post event pressers. Um, Romu says, you know, something along the lines of, you know, it doesn't matter if I have to take one, one, one title or both, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you essentially. So um, it'll be interesting to see the kind of next step there, whether they decide to put both titles on the line um, when they eventually face off or whether it's one so that they can kind of, um, you know, kind of spread the wealth a little bit. No, I just want to make sure. Has Hiromu officially moved up to the heavyweight division? No. No. No, uh-uh. I about to say, isn't he still your current uh, junior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. They haven't done anything that I that I've seen. He's still champ. I would well, say. I I, I was I, I'm surprised here that Jeff hasn't mentioned how happy he was now that his favorite wrestler, <laughs> along with his other favorite wrestler, uh, Zack Saber Jr. and Tai Chi, are now the uh, tag team. See, I was I was gonna save it for later, but but you know, no, no problem. You got three minutes left on this. Let me give you the quick results here. So uh, Kojima, Nagata, and Taguchi defeated Great Bash Heel and Gabriel Kidd. LIJ, the team of Sonata, Hiromu, and Bushi defeated uh, Ishii and Yano with Yoda Suji. Suzuki-Goon defeated uh, Tenzin, Master Wado, and Imura. Um, God. Master Wado is not a great name. I'm sorry. No, it's not a great name. Uh Maybe the second surprise of the night for me, Yujiro Takahashi and Taiji Ishimori defeated Okada and Goto. Yeah. Because that's a sense I don't think I would have ever said before. Uh, Shingo retained against Sho. Uh, another fantastic match. Oh, yeah. Um, the dangerous techers, Taichi and that one guy who's horrible, <laughs> defeated Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi for the tag titles. <laughs> <laughs> um really really quick um um be, uh, because we all know the main event and what, and what happened and mm-hmm. all that um uh new japan does six man tag matches extremely well mm-hmm. um there's three to start off this card not to mention throughout the entire new japan cup um the cards had six and eight man tags and not and not one person was wasted. Not one person outshined another person. Storylines continued. They do multi-man tag matches extremely well. Not not people waiting to catch people. People aren't in the ring for forty-five seconds. It's great. I mean, you know, you're gonna uh, wait, 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 wait. I've hold seen on, that in on. New Japan. <laughs> no, 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 and that's and that's my point. You're gonna get that from time to time because it's about timing. And coming back from COVID, you gotta, you know. Especially new, I mean, especially new Japan. You know, I mean, this 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 is their first event since you know, kind of shutting down. Um, One minute left. So, and then also, um, show continues to be on the rise. Um, yes. I'm not going to make any show jokes because that's probably just going to make Ben really happy. That's right. Yep. Hey, but also, you know, to go back to add on to what you were saying, Ryan, is you'll see them, they'll do something one night in the six man match to set up something that happens in the next night, you know, injury angles and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's called, that's booking like 
that's not booking the day you get to the arena. That's that's yeah. having a plan. Oh. Not just throwing it up. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Okay. I I didn't know that. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. People aren't tagging their partners in the ring at the same time. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Right. Christ Almighty. I'm just saying. Oh, did you, oh, you saw? Did, I was like, did you see? The, you saw SmackDown on Friday, I guess. Karaoke. <laughs> no, when when there was there was an, on the tag match where he went to make the tag and there was no one there. <laughs> it was like, and they cut away from the camera really quick. Yeah. All right. Or AW, two guys tagging each other in the ring. That's time <laughs> on New Japan. We're going to spend five minutes talking about Fight for the Fallen coming up this Wednesday. Right now, we only have four matches on that card, all right? So we'll do that, and we'll go ahead and give some quick predictions. Uh, we'll start with what I think is probably going to be the opener. The Elite of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Uh, and that is Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Uh, who's winning here? Uh, this will be um, not a squash, but the elite gonna go over like nobody's business. Yeah, and I think, but I think we're gonna see a little bit more of the heelish um, Kenny Omega. We'll see some of that coming along. The cleaner, best. Kenny Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's no uh, because right right now, and I guess spoiler alert, uh, there's no hangman on the card right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he'll be at ringside or, you know, whatnot. But um, Elite should go over. I got to ask, Jeff, are you going to root for Kenny Omega to give a one-winged angel to Marco Stunt? Um, oh, God. I just need to know if you're going to root for Kenny for that. Uh, no, but I will. <laughs> I, 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 uh, uh, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Um, I, I mean, mean yeah, maybe. But, maybe. But, no, I would love to see just a V-trigger and his head flying to the first <laughs> row. Oh. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, if it happens, will it. you become a Kenny Omega fan? I, no. I'm telling you guys, if, <laughs> if if I don't mind Kenny Omega when he's the cleaner. When he's not the cleaner, I I can't get with him. Well, I know you don't watch Being the Elite, but they said he bought hair extensions on Amazon, so maybe. Of course he did. He <laughs> of course he did. All right. Uh, after that, we have FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood versus the Lucha Bros. Who you guys got going over here? I don't think um, FTR can lose again, right? Or well, it depends if there's shenanigans. Well, yeah. I mean, right. Well, th- they didn't lose last time. Was fine, but like I don't think they could. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would just, I would just tread lightly with making them guys eat pins or. I think it just kind of depends matches. on what you're doing with the Lucha Bros following tonight or Wednesday night. Are they yeah. competing for the tag titles, or are they going to be in some multi-man match? I think that's the big question. So, um, I agree with Jeff, though. Um, you know, you don't want to pile too many losses on those guys. I mean, I don't think right now, if your long-term booking is for FTR and the Bucks, I don't think wins and losses matter with that because the story has been writing itself for years. Um, but you also don't want you want to still keep them at the top of your tag team division because obviously they're one of the best tag teams in the world. Um, but um, I think I think the Lucha Bros are either destined for some singles action um, or even six uh, trios tag down the line when they get packed back. Um, but um, I'm going FTR. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, – and I would like to thank FTR for shouting out the Dawsons in the NWA yeah. uh, on, on Twitter. That was pretty cool. I think, once again, guys, you've gotten used to WWE and how they do things. When you're done right, you book months in advance. And so I'm guessing that all in, all out, or whatever, that's when we're going to get the payoff from the FTR. Um, you hope so. You think – it's one of those things where I feel like AEW typically does that, but everything with COVID is kind of throwing yeah. that out the out the window. Well, that's but I'm just saying, in, in the in the right world where you do things the right way, you build to that. So we're not gonna, it's not gonna all happen in one week. It's gonna start to happen, and slowly, eventually, we'll get that match. So, you know, I, I think that's how it should, though. That's, that's, that's how it should. Up next, we have Cody defending the TNT title versus Sonny Kiss. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I think this is going to be a great match, but Cody retains. Yeah, I, I like Sonny Kiss um, as, a, as an athlete for sure. Some of the, some of the, like the, the butt slamming thing, I'm not all, you know, whatever. Do your thing. That's your, 
Um, mm-hmm. That's not my that's not my favorite move to watch, but it's no worse than the stink face, you know, from the Kishin. So, um, but you know, I I, I want to see those guys elevated because they're the future, and you know, let's and Cody's great at doing that. But he but um, he's gonna win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it should be. It's it's gonna be a good match. Um, just win, please. Like I, I don't want any bumps from Janela or like any foolishness. Just win, Cody, please. You know, I'm actually calling for Janela to get involved in this in some way, shape, or form. Um, I would not be upset personally if they put the belt on Sunny Kiss. Um, I feel like AEW, as far as putting the title on people, um, and it could be any title. Um, the the one example comes to mind: Nyla Rose. Um, they're at the forefront of just making statements um, about just if you have in-ring talent, they're going to yeah. recognize it. Um, so after what transpired on Twitter, um, <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't already in the story, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it um, no. as long as they continue the Janelle and, 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 and Sonny Kiss stuff. Um, especially if maybe there was a Hager swerve in there, um, costing him the title. Um, left. But I definitely see Cody winning here, unless something changes. And let uh, let me clarify. Like I didn't I didn't mean like Sonny shouldn't win. I meant just like if Cody's going yeah. to win, let him win. You know, let him yeah. win clean. All right, main event time. John Moxley hopefully defending his world title versus Brian Cage. Guys, it's Cage time. Mm. It, ha- it, it has to be. I'm um, just gonna. Go I'm just gonna put it out here. If Cage doesn't win, I'm gonna lose my mind. Because I, I just don't see, I don't see a way. I, I, I don't know. I just don't see any other option. Like, don't. I don't want no Not weird finish. I don't want any, like uh, crooked double, no. double shoulders down. I don't want no like ref didn't see a foot on the rope. There needs to be a clean finish. Mock uh, Cage needs to go over. I hundred percent disagree. Um, I, I I think I think we need to build to. I mean, if you're gonna, if these are get going to be the guys that are on top, uh, we need to build this better. I, I, this feud hasn't hasn't built for me at all. So um, I, I want I like Brian Cage. He was a great Impact Champion. He's impressive looking. I love what Taz is doing with them. Um, you know, but I, I don't I don't think it's time. And, and, and um, Dwight, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I only feel the way I feel because they've booked Cage into being an animal, a monster, and that he's just going to rip his head off and, you know what, down his throat. All right, guys. So, we've got to move to the next segment thing, now. We have a- Last thing. Would anybody be upset if it was a double count out or if Mox retained by disqualification? Nope. Nope. If they again. do it well, it has to be done well. That's they do it well, yeah. Yeah, it has to be done right. All right. We promised it last week, and we are giving it this week our top ten worst wrestling themes. And, God, I'm really curious to see how this one's going to go. So what I'm thinking here is I'm going to give five minutes for everyone to give their number, their honorable mentions, their number tens, such and so forth, all right? So we have five minutes to get through everyone's, all right? Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll go ahead and start off on honorable mentions just so I can kind of keep track with the timer. Sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. So for my honorable mentions, I have all sound effect themes. I don't want to put any of them in the top ten. They're all horrible. Um, but I don't want to give them any more attention. I have Jillian Hall's theme uh, where she actually oh. sang it. But I think that one's supposed mm. to be bad. That's why I didn't put it on mine. Um both of Layla's themes, both are Michelle McCool when she wasn't Michelle McCool and uh, her insatiable <laughs> one. Somebody call my mama because, dear God, I don't want to hear that ever again in professional wrestling. Mm. Mm. You heard me. I didn't stutter. Samoa mm. Joe's Ernest, first Ernest NXT theme. Would have a problem. Samoa yeah, Joe's geez. first NXT theme where it had that same buildup and then turned These are honorable like, mentions? Yeah, these are honorable mm. mentions. Uh, uh, and then turned into my uh, like SoCal pop. It was bad. Yeah. And oh, last yeah. but not least, green light. Cause I'm ready to go from WrestleMania. I'm very tired oh. of hearing that one too. Someone give me some better honorable mentions. Uh, let's go, um, Ryan. Or all right, Dwight, go ahead, Dwight. Ryan. Okay. Um, just to, just like Matt, um, I left off all sound-based ones 
or people coming out to like no to like you know no entrances. Um, so no righteous censor and no and no Isaac Hankum DDS. Um, also anything from the mid nineties because mid nineties wrestling was kind of its own period in time. It was something. Um, so um, so I went and left off the Mountie, um, the the goon. Um, Barry, Barry Horowitz, um, and then the man called Sting, because he's uh, strong as a bull and quick as a cat. Um, oh my god! And then I also left off um, just because I like these um, American males. Um, mm. I think it's so bad it's good. Um, okay. Billion, billion Chuck, because it's one you can kind of get into. Um, and then I left Carwin White off as well because I was really interested to see. Um, kind of what was going to happen there, and then unfortunately, tragedy struck. So, um, those are my honorable mentions. All right, go ahead. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead, and I actually had uh, right to censor on my uh honorable mentions, but also some of these I couldn't tell whether I just hated the person or the theme. So, uh, Stephanie McMahon on the Bella Twins, uh, also included X Factor. Remember that? Oh my god, oh, we're gonna get there. <laughs> oh. Uh, Ted, DiBi- uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. I came from money. Uh, I come from class. Um, don't forget Chronic. And uh, I'm going to go with also Buff Daddy. Don't forget. Um, and then That's... Mr. <laughs> don't forget Mr. Ass. And uh, the one that I really couldn't stand back then was um, Men on a Mission. And then one that... <laughs> and my so bad it's good was... Uh, was oh my gosh the most cliche hip hop ever was Public Enemy, with the you know body body who likes to party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Dwight, we're the oh same person. Okay. We're the same person. <laughs> Jeff, what are your honorable mentions here? Those are my okay, okay. So uh, I did a little bit of everything. Ones I can't stand. Some are so bad they're good. Some I just downright hated, and some just they don't get a pass because they're nineties. So for one, I got a little WCW action. I got Prince Ikea. Um, his WCW theme was like a boot was like a bootleg Purple Rain knockoff. Um, so, uh, two, well, two from honorable mention, I got Dustin Rhodes, WCW, the natural, <laughs> cause that, that one's terrible. Um, repo man was awful. Like that oh. one was awful. Uh, um, uh, uh, God rest my grandmother's soul, but Bruce, the barber's beefcake, uh, oh. WWF theme was terrible. And then. I can't leave out Bastion Booger, as awful as he is. <laughs> I'm the Booger man. Uh, Perfect. And also, we just got to throw it out there because, you know, Pat <laughs> would have a conniption if we didn't. West Texas Rednecks rap is crap. Oh, yeah, better. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's, not a, that's not bad. That was good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That it's funny because that got that that song got them over, and they were so mad because they had paid Master P all that money, and then the rap is cracked thing is the one that got over. You know? Yeah. All right, go ahead and hit me with your number ten, Jeff Hall. Um, Dwight just called on it. Um, there's nothing like two white guys um, bringing tables out and and <laughs> waving their hands and pump raising the roof. It is Public Enemy <laughs> and their their second theme. And again, I'm going to encourage everybody. Well, when we get off of here, we will listen to it, and we'll all have a good old grand time. That's right. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. All right, Dwight, hit me with your number ten. All right, I'm going to introduce mine and tell you my theme. Last time I did the good songs that were actual real songs. So for the bad, I went all of the themes that were unbelievably obvious ripoffs of real songs. Okay. So yeah, Prince Iakea is going to be on my list later. But, <laughs> Same person. Same yes, person. And and but let me just say that Jimmy Hart was responsible for a lot of this because his job was to write songs that would be that would that would that a lawyer would listen to and go, yeah, that's different enough. We won't get sued. That was pretty much what he did. So I'm going to go ahead and say my number ten. Um, which is the obvious ripoff of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana is Self High Five and DDP. Um, <laughs> so obvious a ripoff. So, oh, yeah. They weren't uh, even trying. Yeah. Oh, so um, Dave Grohl did come out and actually had some huge heat with DDP for doing that and, um, over the years. And so I don't know if that was ever settled, but apparently 
uh, it was different enough for the lawyers, so they didn't have to pay any money. So there you, there you go. go. All right, Ryan, give me your number ten. Um, so my list is comprised of a of just an amalgamation of either they didn't fit their character, um, or it didn't fit the way they were being booked, or it's a bad decision, or they're just they're just bad. Um, number ten. Um, Roman Reigns, um, The Shield. Um, so this is on my list because the Shield theme I liked when they were, when they were a trio, but you realize that Seth broke off, he got his own theme. Um, Mox broke off, he got his own theme. And then you're gonna push this guy to the moon, and you're gonna make him your next big star. And you don't give him his unique theme. You don't change anything about him. And you just slap the old same stupid theme on there. And then now, every time you hear it, you don't associate it with the shield. You associate it with somebody getting buried. Number 10. Oh, mm. nice. Wow. God, what a perfect segue. Because wow. my number 10 is Roman Reigns. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> For all the same reasons. <laughs> I love Did not the plan this ahead of time. Nah, man, we didn't even talk about this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, for all the same reasons. Roman Reigns, I love the Shield music. I had no issues when it was the Shield, but just like his ring attire, something needed to change to make him different, and nothing changed. Oh man, that's great. That uh, that cut some time off there. That's fantastic. All right, that was wonderful, <laughs> Ryan. Just because I need to know, what's your number nine now? Uh, I'm gonna get hate for this. Probably not. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, my number nine is Eugene. Um, oh. I. Just, not gonna get oh, hate for me. I just can't stand the. Um, I just can't stand, and this is right down Dwight's wheel, wheelhouse. It's just mm -hmm. a ripoff, and I didn't mind what they were doing with the character. That was fine, but um, you know, just just unbearable theme and an unbearable ripoff. Mm -hmm. All right, Dwight, give me your number nine. All right. Well, for my number nine, I almost went with Barry Windham's uh, theme in WCW, which is a ripoff <laughs> of ZZ Top's LaGrange. But instead, um, I went for a little different. And this happened a lot where uh, when they would change companies, they would try to rip off the theme from their old company, you know, mm -hmm. and a lot of ECW guys did that. We had Taz, Shane Douglas, those yep. guys um, that, that did that. But this one I thought was so obvious was uh, Bret Hart's WCW theme, which was a blatant ripoff of his WWE theme. Complete. Uh, it was, it was, and I don't know how Vince didn't sue them because that was, it was obvious what they were trying to do. It was the same drum beat, same everything. So Bret Hart's WCW theme is my number nine worst theme. Jeff, what you got? Um, I've got an old WWE, well, not old, super old, um, I don't know if you guys remember the Misfits of the Oddities. Um, oh, I yeah. hated their music. Yeah. It was just mm -hmm. like real, like, uh, I don't know, just hodgepodge. I, I don't know. It just it was like they grabbed, you know, besides Luna Bashan, they grabbed 10 people just off the street and rolled them into the, you know what I'm saying, and, and into the arena. It was just terrible. Absolutely awful. Mm, listen to Don Callis do a shoot on that. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I might get some hate for this one, but God, I have hated this one since I first heard it. It is Jeff Hardy's first TNA theme, Modest. Oh, I no hate here. Cannot. And really, you could you could honestly put just about any of his TNA themes, just because darkness. It was his own band. What's up? I was gonna say there isn't there isn't a good one. Um, yeah, I, I could kind of vibe with another me is what they'll never be, but like, yeah. nah, couldn't. His do first it. theme was the worst of them all, though. Yeah, Modest was bad. I mean, Reptilian was also pretty bad, but Modest was bad. All right, guys, we are cruising. I might need to take the timer away at this point. We are cruising. No, well, we're, we're, no we're fine. Keep it going. All right, yeah, all right. I'll keep five minutes on the clock. Number eight, and I'm gonna start this one because this might surprise some people. Mm -hmm. And and I think this counts as an actual theme music because it's been used now as an entrance several times. Being the elite theme music, I don't want to oh. hear it at a pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't want to hear it as entrance music. It's not good entrance music. I get it. It's mm -hmm. chant-worthy. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Keep it to that. 
Agreed. Well, well, how about how do you feel about Colt Cabana using his podcast theme as his entrance theme? See, for me, that's like the only theme I know from Colt Cabana. So okay, <laughs> yeah, it's snazzy. Um, and at least like, because it were jeans to pay per view. You know, mm-hmm. though, at least like that has like some kind of rhythm to it. You could see someone mm-hmm. coming down to it, but just the be elite, be be elite, and guitar licks and like. God, uh, this is so lame. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you should have like double guns. Yeah, this is some garbage. Some dude's gonna try and come out in a middle school wrestling match and be like, "Yeah, that would that would be us." No, no, because you know we already <laughs> talked about it. it was Batista's uh, "I Walk it, Alone." It it, it just sounds like you're waiting for someone to tell you why they need to come down to be elite, um, you know, car place and buy a car. You know, yeah, what I'm saying exactly. like it's so bad. Um, some bad info commercial. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Jeff, go ahead and give me your number eight. Um, my number eight, uh, somebody already said, it's somebody call my mama. Brodus Clay and all that. <laughs> I, I just I, I, I just couldn't get, get with it. And as the resident black guy in the show, uh, you know, <laughs> black people out here just shucking and jiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just people doing splits in the ring. Dinosaurs. Uh, no, thank you to, 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 to all of it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Fantastic. Dwight, give me your number eight. Yeah, my number eight is uh, an obvious ripoff also. Uh, remember right before they all split and left for WWE, we had Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Shane Douglas, um, and uh, Perry Saturn had their group called The Revolution. And yep. their theme song was a blatant ripoff of The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. Um, obvious ripoff, and so they and then they all abandoned them and left poor uh poor shane douglas and wcw by himself and they grabbed eddie guerrero and went to wwe but the revolution uh from wcw terrible yeah. terrible ripoff all right and ryan what's your number eight uh all right um i'm gonna go with jericho um <laughs> it's fair. it's incredibly lazy and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Dwight, because you are the musical genius mm-hmm. on the show. Um, it's super lazy when you have a new tag team and you don't come up with a new theme for them. But instead, what you do is you take their their theme and their tag team partner's theme and just smash them together. Right, especially when, especially when, one, of the, when one of those guys is a musician that could write his own theme song if he wanted to. Yeah, and and the fact that it was not a good theme either way, mm-hmm. um, just incredibly lazy, not good. Number eight. It wasn't the big show. It wasn't Jared's show. All right, mm-hmm. number seven. And I'm gonna start this one off because I also have to specify here. It's Zach Ryder's radio, but the first mm-hmm. version of it, not the one by Downstate. That is significantly better because most wrestling themes that Downstate touch are better than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I get he's supposed to be Jersey and like, I, no, no. I, I forgot about this. Yeah, this is a bad one. Yeah. I forgot about that one. It's so like. Do you like to sing with the radio on? I'm mm-hmm. not sing with the radio. And like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. What does this have to do with wrestling? Who are You're you? Right. Uh, I forgot about that. Golly. He, he was he Zach Zach Ryder's like a decent Robbie. Mm. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I think he's better than Robbie. Oh yeah. Give, okay. give him that old uh, Hawkins Ryder theme. We're in the middle of it now. Mm, let's go. I'm ready. Uh, Jeff, give me your number seven. Uh, my number seven is another WCW. Um, it is Too Cold Scorpio. Um, <laughs> his, yeah, Dwight, you know what I'm talking about. That's a terrible uh, song, and it's all it was on my list too. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's like it's not a rip off, but you could tell they're they're trying to rip off like you know like a Rick well like said Rick James song, mm-hmm. and then Too Cold Scorpio is like singing the hook on his own mm-hmm. song. It's just you know <laughs> it's sad because Too Cold Scorpio is actually a really good talent, super underrated, but. Ooh man, it's Father just of, your uh, classic Scorpio w- Sky, right? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, um, it's son. Just, just your classic rip, you know. what I'm saying, just bad. Yeah, poor, poor, too cold Scorpio. 
Uh, yeah, tune in. Tune into the YouTube page on Saturday to see some Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah. Well, it's ironic that his song sounded like Rick James, and then he also loved cocaine. Yes, and oh. he looks like Rick James in the uh, in, in the pay per view. Yeah, so. Is All he right. Too Cold Scorpio or is he Flash Funk? He is Too Cold Scorpio, <laughs> but okay. he wears a Flash Funk shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he don't know who he is either. <laughs> Ryan, give me your number seven. Um. Just because I have tremendous respect for his father, um, I'm going with Sean Stasiak. Um, mm. His WWF theme, Planet Stasiak. Oh my God, they could have done so much more with him um, because he was because he was me too, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was with PMS. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but the but the Planet Stasiak theme is just a hodgepodge of just. Um, mm-hmm. Tech of just technological theme, just sound bites, just clumped together like you're trying to build a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have done so much more with him, and I'm and I'm surprised because for a while there, they actually gave him, they actually gave him the heart punch as a as a finisher, um, mm-hmm. which they could have they they could have done so much more with that. But um, underutilization um, is the reason for number seven. And the bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that leaves Dwight, your number seven. Yes, my number seven. Um, WCW and Jimmy Hart loved to rip off current music back in the day. And so my number seven is the blatant, obvious ripoff of Nirvana's Come As You Are, which was Raven's theme in <laughs> WCW. Yeah, but that was a good one, though, Dwight. No, it wasn't good because <laughs> it's a ripoff. It, it was good when he came out in... ECW to the actual song that was yes <laughs> they just ripped it off and made it a little bit different but it was not any different it was Sorry, that one is so- probably the most obvious ripoff it, it sounds like the same yeah song. Uh, yeah all right number six Jeff give me your number six here <laughs> um, we've gone over this one a thousand times uh, it's so bad that it may be good um, it is American males American like, males uh, yeah American yeah males. yeah it's just <laughs> Just awful. Terrible. That's all. I mean, terrible. we could have came up with something. Literally, could have came up with something better. I don't well, know if there's it, anything better the, than American. Than just repeating the name of the team over yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah. Don't remember, yeah. No, no, they got some great one-liners in that song too. Though. They really do. Mm-hmm. So, like, man called Sting, man called Sting, or oh, the natural, okay. the natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to defend it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're. You're not all about uh, when you see them coming. You better run for cover. Girls, you don't need a weekend lover. Uh, mm. American males. <laughs> American males? Uh, Dwight, give me your number six. Okay, number six is is, is going to be a tiny bit of hate, I think, because it actually is a good song, and I liked it when he came out to it, but it is an obvious and blatant ripoff, and he said he hated it. So that would be the obvious blatant ripoff of Even Flow by Pearl Jam, which was Chris Jericho's theme, his second theme in WCW when he he had Ralphus and all that. Um, Obviously a lawyer-friendly ripoff of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Good one, but ripoff nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan, number six. Um, All right. So – when La Resistance broke in 2005. <laughs> oh, man. We're talking about this one early. Okay. Hold on. Um, no. Um, so, um, uh, so Vaughn actually got drafted to SmackDown. The model? Um, yeah. He, yeah. His supermodel tech, techno theme is what, like, German night, night, nightclubs nightmares are. It's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. this is a good idea? I can't believe you whiffed on that because Rob Conway's was ten oh, times no. worse. Oh, I, <laughs> think, I think we're getting there. Go ahead. I think we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're getting there. Okay. Um, uh, number, uh, you still got more? No, you're good. All right, number six for me, and God bless her, someone that... Just never had a chance, I think, in WWE. Bertha Faye. Mm. Bertha Faye. Bertha Faye. This with, theme with Harvey Harvey Whippleman. Uh, yes, exactly. Of course, she was the love interest of Harvey Whippleman. 
And so we got this Bertha Faye. The whole song is about staying in her arms and everything. Mm. And I don't want to hear this for a professional wrestler. I want her to go and kick. Uh, was Medusa champ at that point? Mm. Or not Medusa? Mm. Yeah. 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 Go. Yeah. Like, Alundra Blaze. Yeah, Alundra Blaze. Like, Alundra. <laughs> can we please, like, wrestle? Is that a no? Okay. I guess I'm asking too much. <laughs> Take your utility. All right. You are. Number five, and I'm going to start this one off because God knows I love biscuits and gravy. Uh, I'm uh. talking Jesse and Festus. Mm. Biscuits and gravy. Come on. They got nothing. You know you were sitting in your living room as a kid and you were hey, look, it out. Look, it can be catchy as hell and maybe I sing it every time I make biscuits yeah. and gravy. <laughs> but that doesn't mean yeah. someone should be coming down to the ring talking about food when uh, what was festus's gimmick was he just you know uh he was um, um intellectually disabled yeah yeah when i was thinking maybe ring, like what was that uh, was it of mice and men was yeah that, was that's, that his, exactly, the whole stick? that's that right. was exactly yeah. it yes <laughs> yep. so uh biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. minute man <laughs> no thank you uh go ahead Ryan, give me a number five. So back in 2005, when Law Resistance split, continuity. Rob Rob Conway, uh, Randy Newman theme. Um, yeah, it's terrible. So, so sleazy, and it's mm. and I want to say in a way, this is a ripoff too. Um, mm-hmm. they, whoever they got to do Randy Newman voice, um, just some good stuff there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, my number five. Ain't you a sight mm. to see? Oh God! The whole damn it's world all... wants to look like oh, me, no. but they don't. So just look at me, Jeff. Give me, give me your number five. Uh, my number five. Um, again, me and Dwight are the same person. Men on a mission. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah, been on a mission, just awful. Um, I, I, I was listening to Cornette, too, and he said that Mo, like, jumped out at Vince, like, you know, in an airport and was, like, rapping. So he just signed him to a wrestling contract. You know what I'm saying? And, then, you know, and, just, and, and, and just put him, and just put him with Mabel, and then there you go. You know, anytime you get, like, real rapping what, on a wrestling. Jeff, uh, what, what's, yeah. the, what's WWE's favorite thing to do? Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's nothing like throwing a couple of black guys, or, you know, a couple of the brothers together, making them rap, and there you go. You've been on a mission. Oh, no, I think we lost Ryan. Uh, WWE's continued horribleness just cost us one of our hosts. Yep, yeah, there he comes. Oh, thank God he's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Dwight, give me your number, number five. Yes, number five. Um, and. I will say this was a this was a blatant ripoff that also led to uh, some involvement of the artist, but um, a complete ripoff of uh, "Sex Machine" by James Brown, which also included a guest appearance by James <laughs> Brown on a pay per view uh, for a dance off with Ernest the Cat, the cat. Miller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, get on up, get on up. <sighs> oh, jeez, oh, Dwight, you're the best. Well, did anybody do, hold on? I kind of cut out there for a sec. Um, what did I miss? Men on a mission. Uh, men on a mission. Oh, of course. Okay. Mo, maybe. <laughs> Carry on. All and right. To th- and to add to that one, um, I was reading along, and it said when that uh, that one of the things WCW got cr- criticized for was they had James Brown appear on the pay per view and didn't announce it. Like no, he'd ne- they didn't tell anybody yeah. he was going to be there, and. Uh, tr- Triple H, or so, in, a, in an inter- one of the documentaries, said that actually they couldn't because he had no showed like three times previously when they had booked him, and so they had no. They were just hoping he was going to show up. He actually showed up for free because he had he had no showed so many times, and so they couldn't announce it because they didn't know if he was actually going to show up. And ironically, uh, he was dead a few months later from. Uh, after a cocaine-induced um, uh, pursuit by the police down the highway in South Carolina. But God love James Brown and God love Ernest the Cat the, Miller. Damn right. Jesus. Or uh, or what was his what was his uh, character in the wrestler? 
Uh, and uh, uh, something I saw. Assault the assault. All right, the something. Yeah. Yeah, the something. All right, number four. Jeff, I just want you to do your best to sing the Price is Right theme for me real quick. I'm sorry. It was the Ayatollah. <laughs> just, just do your best. That's okay. Just make it up as you go. I just want to prove a point here. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Ser- seriously, I really want you to sing the Price is Right theme. Dun, 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 Blue pants. <laughs> Blue pants. Oh, damn. That's a good one. Blue pants. Are you kidding me? So look. Blue pants. Straight off the bargain bin. It's exactly what's wrong with X Factor, except like they didn't do anything with Leva Bates, and she had no reason to still be there other than mm-hmm. to be a joke, which, God, uh, Leva Bates is too talented for that anyway. But Can all I go next? Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like. We're probably about to sync up real well here. Uh, da, 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 da. Number four, blue pants. <laughs> not even kidding. That's it's fantastic. So, it's so bad, and it's not even like it starts that way and then gets progressively better. It's, it just goes into different tones, and then you just, just get the, the random thing. Enzo blue pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only good, yeah, when Enzo and Cass are doing it. Did yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now we know Ryan and I's. Jeff, give me your number four. Uh, number four, to piggyback off, off of what Ryan said um, a couple uh, picks ago, uh, when you have two tag team partners coming together and they mix, they just mash their themes together, um, this is an old WWF one. Davey Boy Smith and Lex Luger were mm. together for a little bit, and they were the allied oh, powers, boy. and it was just awful. It, the Lex Express was meeting um, the British Bulldog, and it was just awful. So much percussion. like You, you, you thought someone they were marching someone to their death. You know what I mean? Like It was just, <laughs> it was just bad. It was bad. All right. Dwight, hit me with your number four. All right, well, I'm going to cram in a bunch of ones that I didn't originally say on my honorable mention because I didn't know who to put in this spot, whether it would be VK Wall Street and his ripoff of Love in an Elevator or the Wolfpack's ripoff of Burn by Militia or DX, which is a ripoff of Killing in the, ne- Killing in the Name of the name by of. Rage Against the Machine or uh, the FBI's Football to Tie-In's TNA theme, which is obviously a ripoff of No Sleep to Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Um, but I went with at number four, and this is the worst one because it's such it's it's almost like someone took the karaoke version and then made stupid lyrics to it, and that would be Elix Skipper, primetime Elix oh Skipper, my gosh. and his ridiculous ripoff of DMX um, up in here, you know, which yeah. was a obvious ripoff, and an Elix Skipper, which who could not have been any less likely to be included in the same sentence with DMX. But <laughs> oh, anyway. man. Primetime Elix Skipper. Oh, fantastic. All right, we're on to number three here. And uh, similar to uh, my number four with Blue Pants, does anyone know any Uncle Cracker? Oh, God, I had that. Uh, that uh, You're dealing with the X Factor. <laughs> I'll never get that bad. We went for an instructor. That is so bad. It's I'll horrible. It's horrible. And, and honestly, yeah. if if the other two didn't exist, this would be my number one easily, hands down, with no questions. But I do think mm-hmm. there are two worse. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, give me your number three. Um, does anybody remember the movie uh, Universal Soldier: The Return? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. No, no, no. That's the return. Okay. Um, it starred Jean-Claude Van Damme and a little wrestler we know as Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Um, and to tie in with everything that was going on, um, Goldberg used this theme for a mm. very, very small <laughs> amount of time, and it was a tremendous mistake. Um, right. I love the song, and the song, and, and the song is Megadeth Crush 'Em. Um, yep. I love the song, um, but the fact that you have the theme as iconic as 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 Goldberg's original theme, right. and you have this undefeated streak that you build everything off of, and then just because he's starring in a movie, obviously yeah. this is a trend that you know WCW did. And, um, they took whatever was going on in the movie, 
and brought it to the screen. It was horrible. And mm-hmm. and Dwight, I want to say like Goldberg's original theme wasn't that like a rip from like Pat Tanaka or something like mm-hmm. that? Or? Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, yeah it was the same, same song. Same. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that too because I'm going to bring that up here in a second. <laughs> All right, number three, Jeff. Uh, we are going to go back in time again to WCW with the little man who's the kid. He, okay, he used to come out. And he'd run to the ring, and he had a cannon, and he'd pop a cannon, and there'd be confetti everywhere. And that man is Johnny B. Bad. Johnny B. Bad. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh there you go. Gosh. There you go, Dwight. Mm, I just watched Great American Bass 91. <laughs> I just watched it. He's terrible. Great transition there. Dwight. He yes. was Dwight. He was over, though. Like, oh, like yeah. If you watch, he's kind, I, he's I kind of over. I, 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 I. Yes, I know. Go ahead and tell you why, but give me that number three. All right, number three. Um, I went with, you know, this one kind of irritates me because I actually didn't think his theme was that bad of a of a song, but it is a blatant ripoff of Kid Rock's song "Cowboy," and that's Jeff Jarrett's theme in WCW, which mm-hmm. is a blatant ripoff. Of <laughs> yep. All right. Watch his slap nuts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we on to number two. Number two, and I'm stealing one. I know it's already been said, but needs to be said again. Uh, take every star in Hollywood, throw them in the sea. Yeah, every star in Hollywood, baby. They're all fallen stars to me. Uh-huh. Just look at me. It's Rob Conway yet again. <laughs> like, man... <laughs> Here's the thing. I think this would actually be such a great narcissistic theme song if it just wasn't as slow or if it wasn't Randy Newman-esque. Honestly. Yeah, um, I had it not as low on my list because I felt like it fit his gimmick a little better um, than the other two that I have below. But um, no, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, Ryan, give me your number two, Daddy. Um... Back in 2003, um, there was an angle going on on WWE TV where they were calling Lance Storm boring. Um, <laughs> so turned around oh, and no. gave him a dancing gimmick. Um, mm. And then the music that accompanies that, which is called Party Away, uh-huh. is is the worst thing that anybody has ever done to Lance Storm. Okay. Mm. Landstorm is a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, okay. In Canada, in Canada. Yep. yep, he deserved a lot better than what he got when, when, when they, when uh, his contract was bought from, from WCW. Um, That's for sure. For my number two, Landstorm, are you away? All right, yes. Dwight, give me your number two. Okay, this is the hot take of the night. Okay. So I, I could have gone with Rick Steiner and his their ripoff of Welcome to the Jungle, which was Dog Pound. I could have gone with uh, Prince Iakea's obvious ripoff. <laughs> his whole gimmick was a ripoff of Prince. Oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could have even gone with, I'm pretty sure that the Outsiders theme was Crazy by Seal. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, but here's a double ripoff, okay? Double so juice. bear with me. So if we start with those shoes which is a deep cut from the eagles but definitely oh boy those shoes <laughs> and then you listen to razor ramon's theme in wwf and then you listen to stone cold steve austin's theme they are all three the exact same song <laughs> so hot take that stone cold steve austin's theme would be my number two because i love it we loved it when the glass broke and he came yep. out but it is on my list because you can't rip off a song twice to make a theme song, but they did. So listen to Those Shoes by the Eagles, then Razor Ramon's theme, and then Stone Cold's theme. They're the same song. Continuity. Yep. All right. Jeff, have I asked you number two yet? No, not yet. Uh, Now, this one one is so bad, it's good. Maybe not to you guys, but to (laughs) me, I... Dwight, when I was a kid, I loved this. And I think maybe because it just kind of reminded me of the, of the Midnights. Um, so, Dwight, this one's coming out of Canada. Um, they don't like heavy metal. 
they don't like rock and roll, Dwight. All they like to listen to, all they like to listen to is Barry Manilow, and that is the fabulous Rujo brothers. They are all American boys. Oh my god, that was terrible. That was bad. As a Canadian, nothing out of Jeff's mouth was wrong. Not good. You know, you know, that's funny. When the Rougeos debuted, I remember watching this on Saturday morning and they showed them like water skiing and stuff. And yeah. Were, I was like, why? Is, who cares if they can water ski? Can they wrestle? Dwight, you know? I don't know why. In. I love the Rougeos. It makes no sense. There's <laughs> nothing about them is likable, but their stupid outfits, their capes, like it just is awful. Well, well, I dug for, him so much. I dug for, him so much. Except, except for the fact that Jacques Rougeau did <laughs> well, shoot on Hulk Hogan one time. That well, that's, famous. you know, yeah. All right. Are we at number one? And I was going to put the Mountie, but I I, I didn't. I, Whoa. I, I, I Whoa. Good. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Good. <laughs> or Akeem. Number, number one, and this is... The real number one. I know Dwight's going with his theme here, and I know it's sticking with it. This is the worst, the absolute worst entrance theme I have ever heard. It's Bree Mode. It is uh, the worst entrance theme. Someone argue okay. with me. It's horrible. It's it is horrible. Seg, seg, segway to Cod Sinclair. Segway to Godfather. And circle okay. gets a square. <laughs> yep. Um, so as you will see starting this Saturday on referee's discretion, um, the worst match of the night, this person's, or sorry, these people's theme, okay, is, is given to the worst match of the night. Um, and I really thought about giving the number one spot to Rosie O'Donnell. Um, her theme, oh. Sorry, Rosie O'Donnell. Um, and when uh, her theme was against Donald Trump, whale. I went with any Bella theme. It yes. could be the Bellas. It could be Brie mode, which is atrocious. It could be the total Bellas theme. It could be any variation of any Bella theme. That's my number one. They are they are the poop stain on, on the underwear. That is the wrestling. That is the sport we call professional wrestling. I guess they're not coming on the show anytime soon. Jeff, number one. Okay, um, mine is it's actually not that bad. At least I don't think so. I again, I told you guys I prefaced it before. I just hated it. I hated it on WrestleMania 2000. I hated listening to it all the time. Um, Dude, love. I just hated. Oh. I hated that song. I just hated. Like, like you guys might not feel the same way, but I just hated it. I couldn't stand it. It just irked me to no end. All right. Now again, again, it may not be that bad for number one, but I'm telling you, I just, I just, it just makes my skin curl. So hold on, hold on. I want to know where your measuring stick is between the fabulous Rujos and Dude Love. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the fabulous Rougeos is actually gold. Um, mm. Dude, love I, again. Like I, I said, it's not. It's probably not that bad. I just couldn't stand it. It's just my mm-hmm. own personal pet peeve. I just hated that song so much. And he'd come down, and when I played WrestleMania 2000, and he'd be just, and I just, mm. I just, I couldn't hit. You know, I couldn't skip it fast enough. It so bad. Oh. Well, so is it, it goes like any wrestling theme that immediately says the wrestler's name. Is bad, you know. Man caused yes. thing. Steiner rise. Mr. Bang you know, Bang. Oh, oh, oh. Hold Steiner on. rise was great. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on. You were getting uh, Steinerized. Exactly. All right, Dwight. <laughs> give me that number one. Okay. Well, number one. Um, I could have just said that the number one worst thing ever was WCW Slam Jam One, which was their first theme song album, which had all that those horrible bad. songs on them. But yeah. uh, bear with me on this because. When I was making the list, I was thinking, okay, do I hate the theme song because I hate the person? Because that's where Stephanie McMahon's theme song definitely comes in. Um, or like, do I hate it because I think the gimmick's stupid, like Misfits in Action, who, which is a ripoff of, <laughs> of War by Edwin Starr. But then I thought, no, 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 no. Let's have it when it all comes together in a single individual who is themselves horrible, ruins what's on my television, 
and their song is a blatant ripoff of a song that I love, which actually, if you, if you remember last week, my number one song was uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. And Vince Russo, know, baby. Vince Russo's theme song, which is a blatant <laughs> ripoff of Iron Man by Black Sabbath. <laughs> Continuity. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Every time that played, because I was like, I cannot believe, not only did you rip off a great song, but you are ruining the show I love. So well, he just Russo's... thought it was the coolest thing, too, Dwight. Like, you could just see it on his face. He just, you know, he just hey, thought man, it was the coolest thing so when you're a mark for yourself. He could make himself the champ. He could do whatever he wanted. Yeah, but, but he and then not... vacated days later. Well, I mean, you can, like, a lot of these guys that rip off songs, ripped off random songs, you ripped off the Road Warriors song. You know, <laughs> there's already a wrestler that comes, yeah. that, that's associated with that song. And so, screw Vince Russo. Uh, Vince Russo's theme was the absolute number one worst theme ever, and he's also probably one of the worst people ever in the history of wrestling. True story. Facts. All right, guys, we're going to come up with another top ten for Monday. We might just have to make it top ten Mondays from now on. Mm. Ooh. Um, How's that for an idea? Ooh. All right. Well, Ryan, you want to tell us a little bit more what's happening every Saturday? Um, every Saturday, um, before 12 p.m. noon, um, referee's discretion. Um, guys, tune, tune in. This is a this is a passion project of mine. Um, right now, um, I am taking care of Heroes of Wrestling as as my work of art to you, our our <laughs> fan base. Um, I'm only halfway through, and I'm already over 3,000 words. Um, oh. <laughs> so, um, it's going to be a long episode, but guys, it's going to be really worth it. Um, if you want to watch it and you want to waterboard yourself, go ahead. Um, but, um, but no referee's discretion before noon, every Saturday. Fantastic. Hey guys, you're going to, hey, I, I, I want to add this in too, before we go, I forgot. Um, all you guys that were marks for Hulk Hogan and we're talking about what a great song American I mean, uh, Real American was last week, and you guys all marked out for it, and you were all great. Um, please, tonight, your homework from the Dean of Old School is to listen to the song Wheels of Steel by Saxon, and there you will find out the song they ripped off to make, off, make Real American. So Wheels of Steel by Saxon is your homework tonight. Hmm. All right, guys. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us on Facebook. Go to YouTube. Subscribe there so you can see referee's discretion. And uh, with that, Thursday, we got to go ahead and let you know we're going to talk about uh, results for Fight for the Fall, and we're going to preview the two wrestling pay-per-views that are coming this weekend. We got a double dose of wrestling this weekend. Have fun. Have a great day, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Good night. Bang.